ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೌಘುನಕ್ತು ಸಹವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾ ವಿಷಾವಹೈ ಸತ್ವಿಶ್ ಡೀಕ್ಷಣ 
सत और परमात्मा एक द्वितीयम वन नॉन ड्यूअल सत सचिदानंद ब्रह्म इट सॉ इट डेलीवरेटेड बहुश्याम मैनी बिकम मैनी तेज असृजत एंड दैट वे द एलिमेंट तेजस और फायर वॉज क्रिएटेड यू कैन से दैट सेट इट सेल्फ मैनिफेस्टेड एज फायर then up then again the fire the sat in the form of fire aikshara fire itself is something chetanam or is uh, an inert so that cannot in fact do the ikshana it cannot see it cannot think it cannot resolve ikshanam or thinking can be only on the part of the conscious being सत एज फायर ईक्षकृथिव्या औषधिभ्य अन्नम अन्नात पुरुष सो फ्रॉम पृथ्वी दोषधीज ऑल इज प्लांट्स एंड वेजिटेबल्स फ्रॉम दैट द फूड फ्रॉम दैट द बॉडी सो ईक्षितु उत्पन्न अधिष्ठानम अधिष्ठानम दीट विच इज क्रिएटेड फ्रॉम ईक्षितु फ्रॉम सत और फ्रॉम परमात्मा For what purpose was it created? Jeev rupena pravishya sadeva aditishta jasmini devadishthanam. This body or the abode that is created, that sat the Paramatma himself, Jeev rupena pravishya. So Paramatma himself as Jeevatma entered this adishthanam, this abode, this body. And अधिष्ठति अस्मिन दे इवन नाउ ऑल्सो प्रिसाइड्स ओवर दिस अधिष्ठान प्रिसाइड्स ओवर दिस बॉडी सो सिंस बॉडी इज दैट विच इज प्रिसाइड ओवर बाय सद दैट इज कॉल अधिष्ठानम बॉडी इज दैट दे इज क्रीड इन सद सो दैट ऑल्सो इज कॉल अधिष्ठानम एंड बॉडी इज वेरी लोकस फॉर द अबोर्ड फॉर द सद टू बी भोक्ता To be the enjoyer, experiencer, to experience the world. <coughs> so, in various ways, the body is called the sthanam, the seat, the abode, <coughs> and then itself becomes the cause for identification. This body, which is created as the locus or seat of manifestation. It self becomes the cause for the self or Atma to be embodied. So, prasamam shri adhistitatvam hetu hitiyaha. Then the Paramatma becomes the adhistata, becomes the besides over this body. The Paramatma chose his body as the abode for manifestation, and then it manifests through it. The very fact of the Paramatma manifesting to this body becomes the cause of again the Paramatma identifying with the body. <coughs> so you can preside over something without identification also. But here, however, Paramatma or Sat becomes identified with this body because it is close at hand, you know, it is proximate. So this body, just by being there, being enlivened by the consciousness, body itself is inert, <coughs> insentient. It is the presence of consciousness that becomes sentient, and because it is sentient, never it is mistaken to be the self. <coughs> If body did not become sentient, of course, then this 
occasion of taking the body of Atma would not have arisen. The insentient body would have been of no use anyway. Body can become of use only when it is sentient. Then only it can act as the adhisthanam, the very abode for Atma to perform various vivaras. <coughs> so, this event of Atma presiding over this body itself becomes a cause of Atma being embodied because of the cause of Atma identifying with the body. <coughs> and as though becoming embodied, meaning limited by the body. <coughs> so in page 4 and 3 we were told, Yes, see, idam idrisham nityameva nityugrastam dharma dharma janitattvat priya priyavat adhisthanam yes, idam adhisthanam who yasya sataha of sat or chit or ananda or paramatma of whom this is the adhisthana. What kind of adhisthana is it? Nityameva mrityugrastam being constantly in the grip of the death. <coughs> dharma dharvajani tattvat priya priya divat. Again, the rishthanam, the abode of the nature of bodies, priya priya divat, is endowed with priyatvam and apriyatvam, the pleasant and unpleasant. So body itself is possessed of the priya and apriya, pleasant and unpleasant. Or the body is subject to being impacted by the priya and apriya, by the pleasant and unpleasant. They say the priya and apriya stand for all pairs of opposites. So pleasant and unpleasant. At the level of body, heat and cold, birth and death, Honor and dishonor, and the praise and censure, success and failure. So all these pairs of opposites are represented by the word priya and apriya. <coughs> the gross and the subtle bodies being what they are, they are subject to being impacted by the priya and apriya, these pairs of opposites. Then we can say that the body is endowed with this pairs of opposites. So, priya priya divat adhisthana. Adhisthana is not priya priya divat. Adhisthana, the body is not pleasant or unpleasant, or wrong and dishonored. But the body is being subject, is subject to being impacted by, influenced by, afflicted by this pairs of opposites. <coughs> The body seems to invite this pairs of opposites. Why? Dharma, dharma, jani, tattvat. So how come the body is endowed with or is subjected to or is influenced by priya and apriya? Dharma, dharma, jani, tattvat. The body itself is a product of karma, which is of the nature of dharma and dharma. So dharma creates for the body the priyam. So what creates for me the situation? The pleasant situation, unpleasant situation, meaning the situation that I constantly confront. Pleasant, unpleasant, honor, dishonor, constantly I confront them. Now everybody confronts situations in their own way. When I am confronting something pleasant, at the same time, Sumanus may be confronting something unpleasant. What creates in me the reaction of pleasant to desire? The very same thing can create in someone else the reaction of unpleasant or undesirable. Why do all, why do all these things happen? Because of the karma. So it's my karma which makes me react to a situation 
or brand a situation in one way. So my karma in me creates a state of mind because of which I am prompted to or impelled to brand a situation as pleasant or unpleasant. My karma does it. Because the very same situation, at some other time, I may very well call it pleasant. What right now I am calling unpleasant, that very thing under some other conditions I may call pleasant. Because at that time, the state of my mind is different. And what is responsible for the state of mind is my karma. So dharma and dharma. So when there is a fructification of the karma called dharma, righteous action or virtuous action, then my mind is inclined to see something as pleasant, favorable. I guess that's how it must be. And when my mind is under influence of the karma called dharma, it very same thing it rejects. We find ourselves reacting sometimes, I don't want it. Thing that I like, normally, but you know something has happened in my mind, I don't want it. How we reject things, even which normally we like. So the karma that does it, that's all the answer that. So dharma, dharma janitatva. So in as much as his body, meaning gross and subtle, both of them, are a product of karma, of the nature of dharma and dharma. Therefore, you can say itself creates priya, priya. We create priya and priya. What is created before me is a situation. And I brand that situation as pleasant or unpleasant, favorable or unfavorable, desirable, undesirable. That's the projection of my mind. And this karma makes me project in a certain way. You can say that. <coughs> because there is no vyavastha, there is no order in the way I project. <coughs> Sometimes I project the pleasantness or favorableness or desirableness on a situation or a person. Upon the same person, again it's undesirable, unpleasant, etc. So person being the same, something is there in me that has changed, my karma has made, change, change my mind, whatever. But in short, is we are in a way helpless as far as the experiences of priya and of priya are concerned. Mostly person is helpless. If there is a one step response, then we are helpless. To step response, then we can, we can in fact control the situation. We control our mind. So the situation arises before, before me. And my mind, the first reaction is, I don't like it. But instead of immediately expressing that reaction, I step back and say to my mind, why don't you like it? What's the reason? then it's quite likely that my response will be more mature. <coughs> the one-step response is the... It's a, it's a, it's a reaction, reactionary response. That is immature response. Because I'm controlled by my emotions or by my, by my uh, you know, the, uh, the reactions. <coughs> But uh, if I do not allow myself to be controlled by my impulses, then I have the freedom to exercise my viveka or the discrimination or the learning that I have. And then view the situation as I should be viewing it. <coughs> I know everything is Brahman, everything is in order, is, I know it. But net knowledge does not come to be useful to me when I react. 
So when the mind is impacted by impulse, then nothing is available to me. So respond the two-step response. Do not allow yourself to be controlled by the impulse. Take a step, step back. And let the viveka come in. Let the discrimination come in. Let your learning, culture come in. Let that decide what the response to the situation should be. <coughs> that also could be wrong anyway, but still it is not a, re- it's not a reaction. It's likely that with the best of your mind also you may make a wrong decision. That's, that's no problem. Because we know that we have made the decision, I know where I made the mistake, I can correct myself. <coughs> but usually this is what happens to people who are ignorant and impulsive. Therefore, this body becomes the very occasion for reactions of the nature of the priya and the priya, pleasant and unpleasant. Understand that pleasant and unpleasant are not the attributes of the situation. It's not a situation is pleasant or is unpleasant. It is I who projects pleasantness upon a situation and unpleasantness of another situation. I do that. <coughs> but this difference is not recognized. So we take it for granted the situation is pleasant and unpleasant. That the way I was treated was honor and dishonor. What happened is success or failure. We take for granted because it's always a one-step response, an impulsive response to a situation. But if it is not, then have the freedom to evaluate the situation based on the values and attitudes that I have learned now. Prasada buddhi, etc. that I have learned, then I get the freedom to use my <coughs> learning. Usually that doesn't happen. Therefore, so Adhishthanam is like this, product of karma. And they were subject to being influenced by the situation, which will be pleasant and unpleasant. They were tadvantat adhishthita. The atma, which atma? Asya amrutasya asayasya atmana. The atma who is himself immortal, who is unembodied. However, for that very same atma, the sharīra of the body becomes what? Tat adhishthita. So he is now, he relates to this body as adhishthata, as presiding over. In fact, there is no relationship. Atma has no relationship with the body. But, since anena jena atman anupravishya nam rupe vyakarvani, I will enter this body or enter the three elements in the body as Jivatma. And that's how Atma assumes the role of Adhishthata as presiding over this body. Therefore, Tadvan Bhavati, he becomes the possessor of the body. First, he is creator of the body. Secondly, he as though enters the body and thus becomes what? presiding over the body. Because the next step, tadvan bhavati, he becomes possessed of the body. Then, sashayurabhavati, he becomes embodied. See, there is a steps here. And as our Swamiji would say that we have the freedom at every step. So when we know the process of how the I become embodied, it's not in one step. There is a process going on. And I have the freedom to check this whole thing in that process. Just as they would say, anger does not come right away. Thayata Vishan Bhumsa, first of all this deliberation on something. Sangasti Shubhajayate, then there is a liking for something. Sangat Sanjaya Kama, from liking becomes a desire. Desire becomes craving. And the craving becomes anger. So before situation goes out of my hand, 
and the freedom to check it. Here also. So it means I am Sasharira, I am embodied. How? Because Tadwan, I am the possessor of the body. Why? Because I am the presiding or I am the one that imparts consciousness to the body. So I first impart consciousness or sentiency to the body and not checking myself become possessor of the body, thus become embodied and then I become subject to the attack of priya and of priya, of pleasant and unpleasant. Amrutasya asharirasya atmanah The self that is immortal, unembodied, ever free, how is landed into the samsara? So it's so important to understand the process of how atma has landed in samsara in this manner. <coughs> That's the Vedantic explanation of how Paramatma becomes samsari. When you understand that process, you know how to ultimately then disengage yourself in that same process. <coughs> And so Prajapati, the teacher, explains Indra, how Sashariro Bhavade, how Atma, who is immortal and unembodied, becomes embodied. <coughs> On the page 4 and 3 continuing, in the line, 20, line number 13, uh, says Anandagiri, Asharirasya katham sasharirattvamiti. How come asharirasya unembodied becomes embodied? How? So Vaishyagara explains that. Vaishyagara explains how the unembodied becomes the embodied. What is the Tikakara? Line 23. Sashiratvam Rushayate Vipraya Atma Alright. So both ways. Either you can say how the unembodied becomes embodied, or this embodiedness is mithya, that Atma is possessed of the body, or Atma becomes embodied is what Mrusha. <coughs> mithya is, is not the truth about Atma. It is to point out that it is Avipraya Atma Sarubhama. That which, which Atma is embodied. Remember this. So Atma, so all the time remembering the Swarupam is most important. <coughs> Who is talking? Who is reacting? Who is doing these things? So Atma Swarupam. So Mahasagara points out what is the nature of the self, what is the nature of I? Who is reacting in this manner, who is acting in this manner, whatever I am doing? Who am I? Never Atma Surupana Asharira Sati. The Tikas Asharirupi but it should be Asharira Swabhava Sahaja as it should be. But then this Tika Kana has some kind of reading part which we don't seem to have. <coughs> so read the second line of the Vasya. Asharira Swabhava Sya. Atmanah Tadevaham Shariram Shariram Evachaham Iti Avivekat Atmahavah Sashariratvam Ata Eva Sashariraah San Atah Grastah Priya Priya Bhyan. Asya Svabhavasya Atmanah. Asya Amutasya Asyarirasya Atmanah. Atma, the self, the consciousness, with Asya Svabhavasya, with the nature of unembodiedness, with no connection with the body. Instead, even though we use the expression, the part space, the space confining the part, or the space may think that I am confined in the part. 
So space first created the pot or became the pot. Space became air and air became fire and fire became water and water became earth and earth became pot. So space became the pot. So then Akashat Adhisthanam, Akasha Sadhisthanam. Created for so that this space can do vyavahara, can interact with the world. So this pot is created and space entered the pot. And then did what? And so Tadadhisthita started presiding over Tadvan became pot space as though. Meaning that identified the pot and created this notion that I am pot space. <coughs> so that's called the space embodied, you know, potted space. I am pot space. <coughs> How did this space that is potless, all pervasive, formless, became part space so little is because of the avivekat on account of non-discrimination of what my true nature is and they were thinking that I am this part and part I am. Even though space has no connection whatever with the part and still for some reason space says I am the part and part I am. So that's what Bhashyakara is. Asharīya-svabhāvasya, ātmana tadeva-aham shariram, ātmā is unembodied, meaning that there is no connection to the body at all. Space has no connection with part. There is nothing to connect them. Space being so subtle, therefore, cannot have any kind of connection with the part. The only connection is space identifying with the part. So Vedanta says it's adhyāsik, Sambandha, or the connection that is created on account of the identification. <coughs> so Vashyagara described the process. Tadevaham shariram, shariram evachaham. Tashariram aham eva, that body I am. Shariram evachaham, and the body alone I am. That body I am, and I am the body. It's a mutual identification. Aham shariram, shariyameevaham. I am the body, body alone I am. To say that I am the body is still not so bad. If the body I am, that is the end of it. You can say I am the body, I am functioning through the body. So, as long as B is equal to A is not equal to B, <coughs> as long as the actor is functioning through the costume, and says, I am the beggar, so long it's okay. But in the other way, beggar alone I am. So actor, functioning through the costume of beggar, can say, I am the beggar. As long as aware that, I assume this role. The moment the other part of the equation is that beggar alone I am, then that's called the total identification. So wise person may say that I am this body for the purpose of interacting with the world, for the purpose of vyavahara, you have to assume some kind of an ahankara identification, but not identification from from ignorance. A deliberate identification, just an actor has a deliberate identification with the costume and he says I am beggar and functions as beggar. Otherwise he can't function as a beggar. For the actor to act as a beggar, he has to please assume that I am the beggar. <coughs> Awarefully assume. So while retaining the distinction between the beggar and himself, he says, I am the beggar. <coughs> that one part of the equation is okay, but Sharira meva, beggar alone I am. That means he has forgotten his true identity. So Atma also has forgotten the true identity. Atma who is of the nature of unembodiedness. Says, I am the body and body alone I am. It avivekat Avivekat because of the lack of viveka or discrimination, meaning inability to distinguish between 
the body and the self. The self is always distinct from the body. That is always distinct from the costume. Inability to do that, sashariyatvam. <coughs> so atma becomes sashariyaha, I become embodied. Atayam vidhayafar sashariyaha san, on account of identifying with this body as I, I become sashariyaha, unembodied. Atayam grastaya priya priya mhyam, to mrityuna grastaha. I become what? Gripped by or grasped by death. The death alone comes as priya-priya. What else is death? So when you say that, so, maritam vayadam shairam atam mrityuna, the death will happen one day, but constantly that I am attacked by this priya-priya, there is death. So, atvai sashaira priya-priya bhyam. The embodied one is always under the grasp of the priya, the passive opposite. <coughs> Anandikiri says, Avegataha, Avivegataha, Sashariva Bhavati, Purvena Sambandha. <coughs> so in the first line is Sashariva Bhavati. You know, in the first line, Bhashya says, second line says, Avivekat. So Anandagiri says, Aviveka sashariro bhavati. Atayeva sashariro. So he becomes embodied because of Aviveka or the inability to distinguish the self from the body and that's how he becomes embodied. <coughs> Again Anandagiri says, Yataha sashariro. Atayeva priya priyagam atoye purusariyojana. Atayeva. Second line, Bhāsāgana, sa-sharīra-tum, atahā, sa-sharīra-hā, yatahā, sa-sharīra-hā, atahā, priyā-priyā-bhyāṁ, atahā. So, atahāyava sa-sharīra-asana-atahā, yatahā sa-sharīra, because this sa-sharīra, atahā, therefore, atahā, priyā-priyā-bhyāṁ. Because, on account of identifying with the body, he has become embodied, therefore he is constantly in the grip of the priya and apriya, the pleasant and unpleasant <coughs> in the yojana. <coughs> so, atto vai sasharira priya priya There is a vai there in the sruti. Before that, going to the second tika, the line number, what is it, twenty-four, Evam bhumikam krutva sutyakshanani vyakhyadam sudim pratikatah grunnavi atthariti. Evam, evam bhumikam krutva sashariro bhavati. First line is bhumika. Atthavai sashariraha priya priya bhyam. That's a shudhi. So pratikatah, the first word of that vakya is taken as pratika, atthariha, to explain it, which we don't have here. Then again Tika says, Sashariratvam itarevan takara is missing, the evan is missing. Sashariratvam dhyasarumaitavadan. So what is Sashariratvam? What is being embodied? Itarevan dhyasarupam. The mutual identification. Atma identified the body and body identified the Atma. Itivadan tasya priyad yoga hetutvamaha. So that tasya, that sashariraha is priyadi yoga, becomes now connected with the priya and apriya because of the well, hetutam. What's the reason? Tadevasham shariram sharimayochaham iti. Abhivekataheva sashariraha atta sashariratvadeva atta iti anvayaha. Abhivekataheva sashariraha because abhiveka. Mutual identification becomes embodied. Sasharirasan atthaha means sasharirasan eva atthaha is under the grip of the priya priya on account of being the embodied. 
प्रथम आत्मदम प्रतीक ग्रह रूपम द्वितीयंतु व्याख्या दैट इज टू आत्मपदा इन दैट टीका वी डोंट हैव दैट सो दैट्स ओके देन सशरीर से सदा प्रियादि अभियोगम वक्तुम यथे कमा अभियोगम सो दैट दर इज प्रियादि अभियोगम दिस नेवर वियोग अभी प्रिया सदा प्रियादि अभियोग दे ऑलवेज योगा सो सशरीरस्य वन विद एम्बॉडेड ऑल दिस नेवर इज नेवर डिस्कनेक्टेड फ्रॉम प्रिया प्रिया एवरी मोमेंट आई लुक अपॉन माई बॉडी आई एम कनेक्टेड प्रिया प्रिया सो वन इज सशरीर इज आत्तोवे मृत्यु न आत्तोवे प्रिया प्रिया में हम सदा ऑलवेज नित्यम आत्ता है सो सशरीर से सदा प्रियादि अभियोगम दैट देर कैन अभियोग और डिस्कनेक्शन विद प्रिया प्रिया एज लॉन्ग एज वन इज एम्बॉडेड सो व्यथे कमा नवा श्रुति दैट ऑल्सो वी डोंट नो यू नो सो वी डोंट सीम टू दैट रीडिंग ऑल्सो तत्र निपात अर्थमा एंड वही टू इन डिक्लाइनेबर्स द मीनिंग आव प्रसिद्ध मेरे और आने का अवसर वही शब्दार्थमा प्रसिद्ध मेरे सुभाषकार से प्रसिद्ध वेल नोन सो आत्वी सशरीर प्रिया प्रिया प्रसिद्ध is well known the one is embodied is always attacked by or affected by the pleasant and unpleasant <coughs> again the other tika line 28 priya prevati atah prak nahavayadi kwachit paatha tatya tashudi vakya anukaranam अथा नास्ति उत्तरेण न पुनरुक्तम ओके अगेन वी डोंट हैव दैट पार्ट सो पुनरुक्ति हाउ कम दिस इज रिपीटेड सो प्रिय से सुखत्वाग अशरीर से मुक्त फर्दर सो प्रसिद्ध दिस इज वेल नो अन्दाधम उत्तरवाक्य व्याख्यान स्फोरयति प्रसिद्ध दिस इज वेल नोन वॉट इज दिस इज वेल नोन वॉट इज वेल नोन शब्दार्थम उत्तरवाक्य व्याख्यान सो मीनि दिस इज वेल नोन वॉट इज वेल नोन सो उत्तरवाक्य सब्सिक्वेंट वाक्य नई सशरीर से क्रिया प्रिय अपहादी अस्थित वाक्य बिकम रीजन वाई दैट्स हाउ इट इज वेल नोन सो मे सो सशरीर से भाष्यकार से सदह प्रिया प्रियो बाह्य विषय संयोग वियोग निमित्त बाह्य विषय संयोग वियोग मे मनसिनाश उच्छेद सततिपयो नास्ती सशरीर से ऑफ दिस एम्बॉडेड वन सशरीर से सदा एज लॉन्ग एज पर्सन इज एम्बॉडिड न प्रिया प्रियो अपहति अस्ति दिस इज नो अपहति अपहति विनाश उच्छेद अपति एलिमिनेशन सो विनाश उच्छेद सो उच्छेद डिस्ट्रैक्शन and so elimination is not there destruction is not there <coughs> of what a priya and a priya <coughs> how did it arise 
ಬಾಹ್ಯ ವಿಷಯ ಸಂಯೋಗ ವಿಯೋಗ ನಿಮಿತ್ತಯೋ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಸಂಯೋಗ ಅಂಡ್ ವಿಯೋಗ ಅಸೋಸಿಯೇಷನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಡಿಸೋಸಿಯೇಷನ್ ವಿತ್ ವಾಟ್ ಬಾಹ್ಯ ವಿಷಯ ವಿತ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟರ್ನಲ್ ಆಬ್ಜೆಕ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟರ್ನಲ್ ಸಿಚುವೇಶನ್ಸ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ದ ಬಾಡಿ ಕೆನ್ ನೆವರ್ ಬಿ ಫ್ರೀ ಫ್ರಾಮ್ the influence body means gross and subtle bodies can never be free from the contact or association with the external situation because this is prakrutam this is the uh, material thing created matter the external thing are also created from matter I means the same degree of reality so in as much as his body enjoys the same degree of reality is the world that always in contact with it you can never be without the contact with the world the body can never be not in contact with the world it's always in contact with the world then only it can survive the poor thing is to breathe it has to eat and drink and breathe and do whatever see this is an interconnected thing this body can never be an isolated entity There's always interdependence, interconnection and interdependence with everything that exists in the universe. So everything is in some way or the other connected with other things. Not only by law of physics, even by law of karma. So law of physics says everything is connected with the gravitational force or whatever kind of force is there between the particles or between the bodies. But Vedanta will say that everything is connected by law of karma. So it is karma that creates situation for me and that's how I get connected with it. But anyway, so as the universe is created, everything is in some way or the other connected with everything else. Although that connection may not be obvious to us. So scientists will seek to find that connection through physical forces or physical phenomena. Avedanthin will seek that connection through law of karma. Something happened in Ethiopia, you know, I'm connected with that now, who knows. So you do, then we have to seek that connection, how my karma has done what, 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 and you know. So they say that there are many universes and what happens to one atom here, an electron here, happens somewhere in some other universe also. So they talk of the universes and stuff like that. All purely on the physical phenomena. the scientists always see the connection at the physical level what happens to electron here some corresponding thing happens to an electron in some other world some other universe okay so multiple universes are there <coughs> they then they are in search of those connections and they are doing good job anyway that they will do but as far as we are concerned that connection is through karma in some way my karma puts me in a given situation in this universe and makes me connected with it <clears throat> so this body being a tangible entity a product of karma the universe also being a tangible entity being product of karma so this body in the universe enjoys the same degree of reality same degree of tangibility and therefore each one depends upon the other my body depends on the universe for its existence and the universe also in some way is benefited from my body the madhu brahmana said that you know so yam prasvi sarvesham bhutanam madhu the prasvi is the karma phala of all the beings and sarvani bhutani asya prasvi and then all the beings also are the connected karma phala of the prasvi so what prasvi did so we are that and what we do prasvi is there It's a very beautiful thing. But this doesn't come in science anyway. See, karma and karma phala, etc. is not part of science because it is not something tangible that you can demonstrate. Science only confines itself to something objective. And this is subjective. It is not objective. You can't measure it in laboratory, etc. But then it makes sense. It's a law of cause and effect. The science functions as a law of cause and effect. law of karma is also simply law of cause and effect except it takes into account all the moral and other laws also that's all <coughs> law of this is moral law the law of karma is the law of morality and that's where papa punya comes 
the virtue and vice are nothing but the designation of moral, branding of morality. Otherwise, who cares? In science, the virtue vice doesn't come. Punya papa does not come. So they don't play any role at all as well. So they don't take those things into account in trying to understand the world. They only observe the physical phenomena and from that they draw all their connections. Whereas Vedanta takes into account not only this physical phenomena but something subtler than that, which is also a law of cause and effect, but not just confined to the physical phenomena, the law of cause and effect, which takes into account the moral law of cause and effect. That's called karma. So anyway, that is how the inasmuch as this body is product of karma, universe also is product of karma, therefore that it cannot be that they are not in association with each other. You can never be disassociated with the universe wherever you go, even if you go to far any remote place you go, always be in contact with the universe. Because in, in, the, in a cave, in a mountain, or you have to breathe. You know, at least, you will be fast, suppose, you know, doesn't eat anything. He has to breathe at least. He has to occupy space, you see. And he has to maintain temperature of his body, otherwise he wouldn't be in a, in a cave. So therefore the space and the air and the fire and the water, everything will come. Drink water, eat food, all five elements will require for his sustenance. And so the world is supporting him. And so, by his own being, he also in some way does something to the world, good, bad or indifferent. Depending on what is going on in his mind, he influences the world in a positive way, whatever way. <coughs> so, sasharirasya sada priyad avyogam vaktum. That this. But it is a shariram, in fact, his body that has contact with the priya-priya. But the atma becomes subject to priya-priya because of connecting himself with the body. So basically, body is a product of karma and therefore is always in contact with the world, which is also a product of karma. And the world is made up of the priya, priya, the pairs of opposites. So body is always in contact with priya and apriya. But atma becomes in contact. Atma on account of identification of the body also comes in contact with the priya, priya and then suffers. So Anandagiri says, Tau mama eti manyamanasya satah svasya tayo sthandri nasti sammandha. So, now that comes later, okay. Yes. So, priya priya yoho bhashya vishaya sanyoga vyoga nimitta yoho. Now, Vashikara says Sanyoga Vyoga. So, Priya Priyayoho Sanyoga Vyoga Nimittayo. Meaning that there is Sanyoga with Priya or Vyoga with Priya. Sanyoga with Apriya or Vyoga with Apriya. So, Priya Sanyoga causes happiness. Priya Vyoga causes unhappiness. Apriya Sanyoga causes unhappiness. Apriya Vyoga causes happiness. So, because again of karma only. Karma, because of karma alone, I become associated with something and then become disassociated with that. I become associated with what is pleasant, when that karma is over, again disassociation with that pleasant. Some of the karma makes me associated with the unpleasant, when that karma is over, this association is unpleasant. So association and disassociation is law of life. And pleasant and unpleasant is law of the world. Never association pleasant, disassociation pleasant. Association unpleasant, disassociation unpleasant. This is what goes on. <coughs> so that is all right. Bhashya Vishaya, Sayoga, Vyoga, Nimitta, all that happens. I mean, that is also not a problem. Now the body is in contact with the cold, then with the heat, comfort, discomfort. This is also not a problem. But problem is, Bhāsya Vishaya Sivagavyago Mama Eti Manyamanasya. 
as long as my understanding is, his body is in contact with cold and hot heat, then so long I am in contact with cold and heat. So problem is there. So body, of course, always in association and disassociation with pleasant and unpleasant. That's how the life is. But mamayati, what does the Atma say? I am in association with Priya or pleasant. I am in disassociation with Priya. Moment, then that causes reaction. Merely body being pleasant and pleasant. I mean, no, no, no problem. The problem is always centered on I. So, all dukkha and sukha dukkha are all centered on I. So, sukha dukkha of the body are superimposed upon the I, and he says, Bhachya Vishaya Sanyoga Vyoga Mama Iti. I am in contact with the pleasant, I am in contact with the unpleasant. Now that nobody has told him. Everything is his own. So as far as the realities are concerned, the body is in contact with the pleasant and disassociating the pleasant. But then, one more step. What is the step? I am in contact with the pleasant. So that is when the happiness, I am in contact with the unpleasant, just unhappiness is created. So that is where the freedom is. We may not have freedom in disassociating body with the pleasant and unpleasant. Because it's cold and therefore there is cold. It's hot and therefore it's hot. But I have freedom not to brand myself as affected by pleasant and unpleasant. I am the body. I am unembodied. It's a body which is in contact with the comfort and discomfort, not I. So that is why you to exercise that freedom. <clears throat> the free will has only this much, you know, this much uh, scope, that's all. The free will doesn't give me scope of escaping from Priya and Apriya. I can escape, but I cannot really. Wherever I go, my prarma, karma will bring Priya Priya to me. I have the freedom to say that it's a body that is experiencing heat and cold. You can even say it's the mind that is experiencing success and failure. Who am I? I'm unconnected. Udasinam udasinam asaktam teshu karmasu. And so, in fact, Atma is asakta, unattached to anything. So, sanyamamaiti manyamanasya, for that apahati, vinashaya, ucheda, santadirupayo, nasti, santadirupayo. What happens is this, this is, there is always a constant flow of Priya and Apriya. This Sanyoga and Vyoga, also this is constantly going on. Sanyoga with Priya Priya, Vyoga with Priya Priya, constantly going on, Sandati. It's not a one-time event that Priya came and then that's all, end of it. No. Priya comes, goes, Apriya comes, goes, etc. So, Sandati Rupayo Nasti. <coughs> Priya Priyayoho Santati Rupayoho Apahati Nasti. <coughs> That's what Andini said. Tau Mamaiti Manjimanasya Sata Svasyatayoho Santati Rupayoho Apahati Nasti. This is the man. Tau Mama, Destinyoga Vigo is mine. Iti Manjimanasya Sata. Is Sata also can be Atma here. Manjimanasya Sata. Atma that believes that this Sanyoga Vyoga are mine. Santati Rupayoho Susvasya Tayo Santati Rupayoho. On this Priya Priya, the nature of a constantly stream of Priya and Apriya. There is always a stream of Priya Priya. Apahati Hinasti. There cannot be elimination of them. There cannot be the severance of them or destruction of them. <coughs> Siddhanagiri, Priya Priyoho Swarasena Vinashahaste Kshanikatvat. Says, wait a minute. The Priya and Apriya, they're all, all momentary. Meaning, any situation also is only short lived. Sometimes pleasant, unpleasant, etc. So, therefore, Kshanikatvat, 
So they get destroyed every moment. The priya comes and disappears. A priya comes and disappears. So why do you say that there is no elimination of priya and apriya? Because they themselves go away. Priya is not everlasting. Priya comes, present comes and disappears. And present comes, disappears. So why do you say you are never, you can never eliminate them. They themselves eliminate themselves. Therefore, I don't have to make an effort to eliminate them. The Priya is gone, the Priya is gone. So Vashyakara said, Santati Rupayo. With one Priya there is disassociation. With one Priya there is disassociation. Yes. But with this flow of Priya, Priya there is no disassociation. So if you take literally, Priya Priyayo Apahatihinasti, there is no elimination or disconnect of Priya and Apriya. We say Priya is also momentary, Apriya also is momentary, never. Constantly Apahati means Vichira is there, constantly uh, disconnection is there, but there is no disconnection, Santati. <coughs> so Vashyakara adds there, Santi Rupayo Iti Uktam, Iti Shabda Vakya Samaptyartha, and so Tikagara says, so Vakya Samapti. Navai Sasharirasya Sataha Priya Priyavo Apati Asti Iti. It is not part of Shruti. And it is not conclusion of anything. Just the conclusion of the commentary of this particular sentence. Vakya Samapti Look at the other tika in the line 29. Priyasya sukhatvat tat avyavuga asharyasya muktasya apyastiri. Says, wait a minute. What is priya means happiness? Mukta means a liberated, you know, enlightened person. So a liberated or enlightened person, a wise person, is always, always abiding in happiness. Therefore, as far as happiness is concerned, of yoga, a disconnection is that even of the wise person. So you are saying that an ignorant person doesn't have the freedom of being disassociated with the priya and apriya. But a wise person also does not seem to have freedom of being disassociated with priya or happiness because he abides in happiness. So why do you say only ignorant person doesn't have freedom of disassociation? A wise person also doesn't have, because priya, you know, happiness is in nature. So priyasya sukhatvat tad aviyoga asharirasya muktasya apyastiri. So wise person, unembodied. Wise person is unembodied because atma is always unembodied. Only when you create the distance by viveka, then you become unembodied. <coughs> So mukta also is not free from the associating the priya. Iti sharira visheshanam ayukta vidyashankya. Then why do you say sa sharirasya? Even a sharira also has the contact with the priya. Then why do you say only sa sharira has contact with priya and a priya? Yasya vaisayakam priyam ihavakshitam. So what is meant by Priya here is not Ananda, which is nature of the Atma. What is meant by Priya is the pleasure that comes because of the association with the sense objects. Vaishaikam Priyam. The pleasure that we experience on account of the experience of a pleasurable object, that is what is meant by Priya here. Never bhakya vishaya sanyoga vyoga nimitta yoho, priya priya yoho. Not priya, that is without the, so, without the bhakya vishaya sanyoga. The sukham atyantikam yatat buddhi grashi matindriyam. As far as wise person is concerned, sukham atyantikam is always in contact with rabbis in the unsurpassable happiness, atindriyam, which is not a product of the associated with sense objects and sense organs. It is the inherent nature. So we, the priya that we are talking about is not the sukha, that is nature of the atma, 
Sukhad is born of the experience of the pleasant object. <coughs> so Vaishekam Priyama, so Bhakti Vishay, Sayoga Vyoga Nimatteva. This is Mukta Syavi, Vibhutvena, Bhakti Vishay, Sayoga Aparihayayati. But a wise person also is always in contact with Priyanapriya. He also has a, you know, functions like you and I. So he says, mama That's where the difference is between the wise person and the other wise person. So body is there, pleasant and unpleasant are there, the association is there, disassociation, all there. The only thing is that the wise person knows that these are all at the level of body, not at the level of I. But the ignorant person says, this is my priya and my apriya. So that's why. <coughs> so by priya dehe, and then priya dehe, vaishaikasya, shanikatvena, uchyadishira, nayupaitya. Priya priya ho, apahatihi nasti. There's no uchyada or elimination of priya and apriya. It's always there. So priya, 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 they vaishaikasya, the pleasant and unpleasant, being at the level of the sense objects, that all the kshanika, the priya comes and goes, or priya, so why do you have to say that there is no elimination? So nishedha na yukta vichche, uchedha nishedha na yukta iti, means uchedha always happens. You don't have to deny that. There is no uchedha, because uchedha takes place, and there is a said, santati. In the santati, of which there is no uchera. <coughs> As we discussed, the individual sense object comes and goes, but the stream of them, that doesn't go. <coughs> so Vashtakar added, santati rupayo nastiri. Says, priya vyakte, kshanikatvevi, tas santati, sasarirasya, avichinnayatyartaha. So even though Priya-Priya, Vyakti individual, event called Priya-Priya are momentary, but in as much as they follow, this all follows one after the other, as far as Santati or stream is concerned, the one who is embodied has no vichyada or elimination of the stream of the Priya and Priya. <coughs> okay. <coughs> Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamivavashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutrabhashya Krutavande Bhagavanta Punah Punah Ishvaro Gururatmedi Murti Bheda Vibhagine Tadehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Om